Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. It's just different. Yeah. Welcome everybody to the bar. It's your boy, Dwayne in the building, right back in here. Another Tuesday. Super excited as always, be coming through your speakers, through your earbuds, where you listen to the bar. We're grateful that you're listening. And like I do every week, I want to thank the listeners, man. I know it's been a while since you had a brand new episode of the bar. Thank you guys for checking out the archived uh, episodes. Big shout out to our man, Nick, for digging in the crates and bringing out some classics, man. We're going to do that from time to time because just life happens, man. And so I want to make sure I continue to give you good content uh, during that time. And I also have to shout out uh, Jessica uh, Claire. She's actually been um, doing video. So this episode is actually going to be video and she's actually redoing some of my old episodes, man. So uh, the running joke is Nick said that I said that the bar might be over, but God said something different. So (laughs) he sent some people in uh, to help me with this and we're super excited. And like I do every week, I bring an awesome guest. This guest uh, is uh, near and dear to my heart. Welcomed me into his house and took me to get burgers that were filled with macaroni and cheese back when I was 60 pounds heavier. <laughs> we have on none other than my brother, John, man. How you doing, Pastor John? I'm doing great, Dwayne. It is uh, it's such, an, such a blessing to be here with you. Yes, sir, man. We we it took us a while to make it happen, but uh, with God's providence, man, we're doing it right on time, man. So, uh, for those that don't know who you are, man, I want to give you an opportunity to just introduce yourself, tell them who you are, and anything you want to share, personal, professional. Yeah, most important, husband to Katie and father to my four kids, and uh, other than that, I get to be the lead pastor of Redeemer Bible Church in Gilbert, Arizona, and uh, brand new author of a of a new book called Stand Christianity versus Social Justice. So uh, excited, get to be a part of the Redeeming Truth podcast, and I uh, get to be president of the uh, Redeemer Center for Church Leadership. So there's a ton going on here. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> 
surprised I can keep I, I'm, I'm awake right now. <laughs> hey, I get that, man, 100%. Um, and you you were 100 miles an hour when I saw you, uh, when I was in Phoenix a couple of years ago, man. It's always something, man. And I'm super grateful to God, man, that you, you know, continue to let him use you. And uh, so we're here to talk about the book, man. Super excited about the book. And uh, I just want, I'm going to give you the floor, man, to just kind of give us the overall synopsis of the book, man. And, and uh, we'll dig into a little bit uh, as we go. Yeah, the overall, the, the book makes the point using the book of Galatians that the social justice movement is not an in-house debate like eschatology or spiritual mm-hmm. gifts or the it is a, um, a heresy. It is an anti-gospel. It is an attack on the truth. It is a completely different worldview. And therefore, it is something like uh, Mormonism, Jehovah's Witnessism and the rest that Christians have to stand against uh, wherever they find it. Wow. That, that, I mean, you know, you know, where we stand here at the bar, man, we definitely totally agree with you on that. And I know that, you know, it, it has become a dividing topic. Um, you know, I even remember, you know, I always tell people when the MLK 50 conference happened, you know, the line was kind of drawn then, like we saw it coming. Uh, but now, you know, it is uh, super divisive uh, in that that manner. So when you talk about it being heretical on that level, uh, what, what are some of the things you bring out uh, about it that, that kind of gives it that definition? Yeah, it's about chapter five of the book. I, I summarized the first section by showing that it's a completely different worldview. It, mm-hmm. it has a completely different view of everything from God to human beings, to sin and salvation, to the church, to uh, sanctification, conversion. It's all completely different. It's a mirror of uh, of the uh of the Christian worldview, but it is a, uh, it's a satanic um, copycat. And mm-hmm. so it has an eschatology. It has an ecclesiology. It has all of the, the, the packaging of Christianity, but it can, it is a completely different uh, attack on the Christian worldview. So it is something where Christians are trying to integrate it and pastors are afraid to talk about it because right. they don't want to uh, make people feel bad. They don't want to come across as a racist or a Messiah or a homophobe. Um, but at the end of the day, they, they don't respond that way to Mormons. They, they don't mm-hmm. respond that way. And so that, that's why I'm trying to make the point to help people see it for what it really is. Mm-hmm. It is an attack on the gospel. Wow. Yeah, no, that, that's an excellent point, man. Um, uh, you know, no, nobody is, is, is fearful, like you said, when it comes to Mormonism and, and things like that, but you definitely, uh, people definitely sidestep, uh, with the fear of being called uh racist or, or anything like that, man. So that, that is, that's bold, man. So what, give me some background, man. What, what led up to this? What was the, you know, the, the thing that kind of inspired you to, to put pen to pad on this topic? So I have a background in postmodern philosophy. I have a degree in it. And so I could see a lot of the critical theory and some of the some of the authors that kind of fed into critical theory. I could see it in, starting in 2015. I described in the book hearing some of the Black Lives Matter stuff being fused with InterVarsity and some other large Christian organizations. But I just thought at the time, you know, we have a class of watchmen in Christianity, guys that have been paid massive sums of money and given incredible platforms. And all of that happened through uh, fighting against things like the prosperity movement. Mm -hmm. I refuse to put gospel at the end of that 
Um, so the mm-hmm. prosperity movement, um, homosexual agenda, atheism, postmodernism, they attacked all of these things, wrote books, got platforms. And it was, it was one of those things where I thought, well, I'm, I'm a nobody pastor in the middle of nowhere, Arizona. So these guys, these, the, our watchmen are going to take care of this. So like they've taken care of everything, the emergent church, new perspective on Paul, they, they just, they, they rise up, unite, attack, and then it's gone. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so they'll take care of that. And so that was 20, 2014, 2015. And then it just kept waiting mm. and waiting and nothing. And then MLK 50, I think was 2018. It was like, wait a minute, who's speaking there? Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. What did they say? Like some of our watchmen are, they're at that conference. Wait, what, what's going on here? And so even then I'm thinking, look, they've got to attack this now. It's starting to break churches apart. It's starting to fracture denominations, schools, seminaries are, are starting to erupt with, uh, with conflict. They've got to address it now and nothing, mm. nothing. And then 2020 hit and nothing. And then our, some of our largest cities started burning down and then there was nothing. Mm-hmm. And we got, and I'm sitting there going, they've, they've got to do it now. They've got <laughs> right. to talk now. Our right. cities are burning down. Nothing crickets. And then finally in the fall of 20, I said, I can't wait for them anymore. I have a background in these things. Number one, number two, I have a flock that I have to protect. And so I've got to fight. I've got to, I've got to get in the game. So I'm going to, I'm going to do a sermon series against this. I, so I did three sermons, four Q and A's on the, on a Sunday morning, six podcasts, all that fed into this to try to bring some kind of clarity for the people of Redeemer Bible church to help them think, through this in a biblical way, trusting that the Bible is sufficient to answer these questions. And so I went to the book of Galatians and said, if this is a false gospel, which it is, then Galatians is going to help us understand how to deal with it. And so uh, used the book of Galatians to critique the movement and found it to be incredibly helpful, incredibly insightful as well by doing that. And then from there, the people of Redeemer were like, I've got friends and family all over the country that need to hear this, the right. start spreading it. It starts going all over the place. I get emails from people in other states, other countries thanking me for it. And so, uh, so that's, that's what led to it was there was a, a shepherding uh, aspect to it is I've got to protect this flock churches around here. were going woke and uh, on various issues, whether it was race or whether it's gender with female pastors or both. And so we just had to go, okay, we, 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 we have to put a line in the sand here and say, you are safe here at Redeemer from all of that nonsense. You can trust the leadership here is not going to change like the other leaders in this area. So some of that, all of that went into why I did the sermon series that eventually became the book. I love it, man. I love it. Cause you know, that, that whole timeline you just mentioned, like, I, I feel like I had a front seat to it, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, 2020 was when, uh, I always tell people that was just thinking's break point. You know, uh, when we did the uh, George Floyd and the gospel episode, um, that really kind of opened the doors. And you even had my guys uh, in, in Phoenix, man. I, I was supposed to be there, man. I hate I missed that trip, man. <laughs> but uh, but that that's really cool that, you know, the the shepherd in you, you know, wanted, wanted to protect your people first and foremost. 
and then, you know, develop that message. And I, and it, it kind of reminds me of my trip there when I was telling you guys about, you know, uh, with the podcast, you know, just that form of media, you know, you're talking to your people, but the world is listening and it's a message that the world is listening to. And so the book I'm, I'm, I'm so sure is doing the exact same thing, man. So, um, so what has been the feedback, uh, so far, uh, you know, before we hit our, our quick commercial break, what's been the feedback and, and how has it been received so far? It's been received really well. G3 Press uh, is is very happy with how the book has been selling. And um, the feedback, the number one feedback I get, I, I just got it a few days ago. People read the book and they say, it's so helpful for me to put words mm. to what I've been feeling about mm-hmm. this whole movement, but didn't have the vocabulary to express your book or the sermon before sermon series before that. These gave me the vocabulary. I needed to explain to people what's wrong with the social justice movement. Yeah, that's that's probably the number one thing. You know, we hear we heard it just thinking was, you know, you guys are seeing what we were feeling or we were thinking, you know, we just didn't know how to say it, man. So that's that, right. that definitely speaks to, you know, just uh, us being a voice during, during this time. man. so that's super cool. So right here, we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right, we're back in here with my good friend John. Man, and John, this is uh, the side of the podcast. You actually answered these questions before. We said three signature questions. I ask all of my guests, and the first signature question is, "What kind of music do you listen to?" So it depends. Um, <laughs> most of the time, when I'm listening to music, it is uh, during sermon prep. So I either listen to very classical music, like classical piano, classical guitar. Um, Phil Glass, uh, Ian Audi, um, Bach, Christopher Parkening, or I'm listening to electronic. So it's um, it's it's hip hop without words. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's beats, it's it's sounds. And I'm blanking on the group that I love the best that, that, that I like the best in that in that genre. But that's so when I'm listening to music, I'm listening to that most of the time. But other than that, except for country music, I have a very eclectic taste 
and music. I can't stand country music, which is a total bummer <laughs> for my wife. <laughs> but it is what it is. I got you. I got you. See, I can I I can tolerate country. I, what I can't get with is folk. Like I can't do the folk music. I can't. I, I, I'm not able to to get that realm, man. So I get that. All right. Next signature bar question is: What book or books are you currently reading? So I'm reading uh, Eric Metaxas' book, um, Letter to the American Church. It is uh, it is astounding to learn how much like the German church in the 1930s, the American church in the 2020s is uh, is similar to. And it is it's frightening Mm -hmm. if uh, the church doesn't stand up and start fighting in these cultural battles, these things that people call politics in order to shut us up. If the church, if Christians will not start fighting in this arena, especially pastors leading people, um, we're, we're in trouble. We're in, we're in serious trouble. And, and that's not, that's not fear mongering. We we've already seen it in history. Mm -hmm. We've seen it with Marxism. We've seen it with national socialism, which is what Nazism was. we've seen it with fascism already when people refuse to fight they take over and right now that's where we're at most of the church is silent and uh, eric metaxas is bringing it out and it is it's frightening and it's sobering uh, everybody should read that book every christian at least awesome awesome all right my friend last signature bar question is what podcasts or sermons do you listen to if any yeah i listen to um john MacArthur. Um, and so what I'm doing is reading a lot of sermons. So I read Adrian Rogers. I read John MacArthur. I read even Greg Laurie, John Piper, um, Charles Spurgeon. These are all sermon, um, sermon packets that I have in my Lagos. And so I read a ton of that. Um, listen to Just Thinking. Absolutely. Listen to The Bar. Um, I've also listened to a number of different sermons like Alistair Begg and others. I want to be a better preacher. And so th- that's mostly what I listen to. I love it, man. I love it. Good, good choice on those just thinking about for sure. <laughs> Good taste. Absolutely. Good deal, man. Well, listen, my friend, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. I'm going to give you the floor to let people know where they can find your book um, and then any kind of way they can contact you, follow you, and then any words of encouragement you want to leave with the folks. I'm going to give you the space to do that right here. Well, thanks a lot, brother. It is, uh, it's great to be with you again. I look forward to uh, being in the same place, giving you yes, a bit of and catching up and maybe having another hamburger. There you go. but people can find the book at g3min.org slash stand so g3min.org slash stand they can find the electronic version on amazon what i tell people is it's cheaper to buy the physical book at g3 than to buy it on amazon but you can buy it there too and um I think for the for the Christians out there, oh, we've got an audio book that's being produced right now. So soon there will be an audio version of Stan. Nice. But it's it's a, it's incredibly easy book to read. It's sermons that were turned into a book. It's only 90 pages long. So it's short and it's easy to read. It's like the perfect book. And then uh, at the back of the book, there's a there's a rather large appendix for people if they want to go deeper and they want to begin the process of really studying this subject. I've got books on every subject of the social justice movement in general, as well as in specific categories. And then a bunch of videos where people can go and watch videos on YouTube on these issues as well. So they can they can get up to speed really fast on this movement if they need to. My encouragement to Christians is 
to not be afraid. Don't, 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 uh, don't be uh, jelly spined. Mm-hmm. We need people with uh, soft hearts, but steel spines who are going to love their enemies, but still speak the truth. And so this is one of the things that the social justice movement can't manufacture is that many people leave the movement because they see how unloving and nasty the people are Mm. in that movement. And so when Christians come along and we speak the truth in love, not either or, but both and we stand on the scriptures, we don't cave on that. It makes a difference. It plants seeds that eventually lead to people leaving these movements. I, 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 I have uh, footnotes in the book that talk about this. And so I think that Christians need to uh, be praying on a regular basis. God, give me the courage to stand for the truth and wh- wherever you put me today. It is something where I think Christians, we, we like to go along and to get along. I talk about, I talked about it at church a couple, uh, uh, two weeks ago that we have the, what's what I heard one author call a, uh, the disease of non rock about us, <laughs> where we are afraid to rock the boat, right. we are afraid to us to, to cause people to look at us and think bad things about us. And it's just not Christian. Mm-hmm. It's, it's mm-hmm. wicked to, uh, care more more about people's opinions about us than about the truth. And so we've got to get over that. We have to fight that in our own lives. Personally, we have to fight that wherever the Lord finds us, uh, puts us publicly. We've got to fight against that because our culture, our uh, civilization, our churches, the, the, the other organizations we love, nonprofits and whatnot, they're all being attacked by this hydra of the social justice movement. And if we're not going to fight, nobody's going to. And so yes, we've got to stand. Yes, sir. So good, man. I appreciate that, brother. I love it. Uh, I'm sure my listeners will too. Make sure you guys pick up the book uh, and 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 check it out. Let us know, man, if you heard about it here on the podcast, man, and picked it up. Let me know. Shoot me a message. Screenshot it. Put it in your stories. Uh, let us know about it, man. So appreciate you guys tuning into the Bar Podcast, your favorite podcast. Tune in every Tuesday. I get a chance to post one. <laughs> also, check us out now on YouTube. Just search the Bar podcast to check us out on youtube as well until next time you guys god bless and we are out
Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com.